Welcome to the Four Jack Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Four Jack Podcast brought to you by our friends over at Jackson Labs, the brand consultants to get our brand going in the right direction the brand consultants that will do the same for you go check them out at jacksonlabs.com this podcast is also brought to you by our friends at TaylorMade golf all of us are fully kitted now with the new lineup of sim 2 fairwoods drivers rescues even a couple new sticks in the bag a couple new irons and kids kids are looking good out there we're just launching them um go check them out at taylormadegolf.com to take a look at what you need to fill those gaps in your bag oh man i I feel like I've said this so many times, like just doing this intro, and here we are, two years in. Uh, there's a little story that can go with it. I think Tom and I had a little moment about uh, two years ago this time, both on our phones recording, fresh off fresh off the U.S. Open. Uh, and it was not exactly what we have here today, but we have a story nonetheless that we're going to get into a little bit. But first, let's just say hello to the boys. Uh, Tom, what up, dude? Not too much, man. Uh yeah, it's weird, just like the many different places we've been in doing this podcast. And again, I find myself in a new situation right in Parksy's house today on a nice Sunday afternoon with the Palmetto Championship going on on our two-year anniversary. <laughs> Palmetto? The Palmetto Cheese Championship. thinking Masters, folks. Yeah, I was. It's in Georgia, so yeah. it's like... <laughs> no, no, South Carolina. Uh, close though. Damn. It is it is damn close. Okay, you can tell how much I've paid attention to this <laughs> tournament. To be fair, I'm with you on it because I boycotted this week. This was supposed to be Canadian Open week, so fuck it. Actually, you know what? I gotta say, Tom, I'm gonna interrupt you. They are showing a little love to the Canadian Open that was supposed to be because apparently on the logo of the Pimento Cheese Open, there is uh, <laughs> there's actually a Canadian flag on the caddy bib. So shout out Palmetto. That's a pretty cool look. Way to go, PJ Tour. Tom, shout continue. Out. Yeah, just obviously the Pimento Cheese Championship kind of threw me <laughs> for a loop. But yeah, it's beautiful to be here with you boys again. And uh, yeah, just the in-person pods are, are nice, right? Like rather than seeing you guys always through a screen, it's nice to just... <laughs> feel the energy today and i wish we had a pimento cheese sandwich to celebrate with that's so good i love that we we have to do something to commemorate the pimento cheese championship <laughs> make the sandwich parks come on it let's go to the like, shop honestly it sounds like a legit kind of thing like you know i'm just what are you doing today well gotta go practice you know the pimento cheese championship's <laughs> coming up it's going to the grocery store, going to get some cheese slices, some bread, you know, work that out. It's funny because earlier I was driving this week and I, I was thinking, yeah, the Palmetto Championship, right? Like, it sounds like pimento and I was going to make a joke about it, but it's funny <laughs> how it just like naturally came it out of me. Well, when your mind is in one one place, it's not going to get out of it, unfortunately. But uh, there we are. Um, well, well, let's let's fucking get into it, I guess. Uh you going to say end. hi to Parks here? Yeah, Parks. You kept <laughs> jumping in there. I was like, fuck, did we go to Parks, how are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting weekend. Uh, two years, man. Wow. I haven't been a part of it for the whole two. Majority of the two. Majority. Yeah. Um, yeah, fortunate to join the team way back in the day, and it's just been madness. Lots of travels, some highs, some lows, as Tom alluded to in his uh, Instagram post. But... It's been a fun journey, boys, and I, you know what? I'm super, super stoked for season three. 
I mean, the sky's the limit for us now. And, and honestly, it's starting to resonate with people. So, Tom, you got a little taste of it last night. You had uh, spent some time at Dan Man's place last night with Carrie and the team and a little bit of fangirling going on. Super excited. But, uh, yeah, I mean, boys, excited. What's really cool, actually, last night, Dan was talking about how people would reach out to him about Carrie's pod with us and it's like they love they're like yeah you're hanging out with Carrie I huh. heard her on the four jack podcast and it's it's cool to see this thing all yeah. come full circle and even Friday night at Mayfair Lakes I, I really wish I knew her name but there's just so many people there that I'm second weekend I'm still learning the ropes but it's like hey happy birthday sweet all like it's your birthday and I'm like the pod's birthday and I'm like I didn't even know you knew it like was that, that. Julius's girlfriend I guarantee you that's who it was I forget her name too me too. She's she's awesome. Probably though. shouldn't be saying that here because everybody's going to hear it anyway. Yeah. So that's well, really cool. But what we're going to do is make a point out. on Friday. I'm going to go say, hey, deepest apologies. I didn't catch your name and I will never forget it henceforth. There you go. I'm in. I think this is like a very interesting week to talking about just like obviously the big two year and kind of like a new year, new uh, pod, new outlook, but even the pod that was released this week with Brandon from new nine, like kind of, you know, we jumped on his on Wednesday and just kind of going over. Yeah. Kind of being on the other side of the, of the interview there. And it was very interesting kind of going over the whole story and be like, Oh God, what a weird week to kind of go over these things. And like, like reaffirm these thoughts and these ideas in my head being like, why did we do this? Like I actually like had to think about it. I was like, I don't even remember. Like, yeah, I guess like there's a little more depth to this. There's a little more understanding of what we were doing. And like, even now you're like, it's, everything's kind of evolved into what it is now and what we kind of, like you alluded to parks, kind of what we're going to lean towards in the future. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, well, you were in Edmonton, just evolution. Yeah. You were in Edmonton just back from overseas, Australia. Tom was in Edmonton on his way out the door down to, New York and then Arizona and then back to Alberta for the mandatory. And then, and we've all kind of ended up here in Vancouver and, and we have, you know, another contributor, another member that's joining the team for season three and he's based in TO. Sounds like there's a lot of opportunities for us in the U S if the borders ever open. So it's crazy to think like something as goofy as a conversation being recorded could sort of evolve to this stature. So Super cool. It's my favorite. I mean, just the thought of the fact, like, and I was gonna say, like, today we're go, we'll go over a couple of things that have kind of stood out for us. And it's funny you talk about the the conversation being this mode of transportation, the vehicle, the vehicle yeah. where we are now, and like, I like that. We know was, what we're gonna say. Yeah, I mean, there was like a few times, like in the last little bit, especially like actually in the last like, nah, let's call it year, where. You know, you're, you're pre-pod, you're like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this. Like, I'm not in the mood. And then you get into this conversation with who, whatever guest, and then this just rise of energy comes out and you're like, oh, this is great. Like, I always use the example of Gary McCord, like Park's going to test this. I was in an awful mood. <laughs> I did not want to talk to anyone. I was dreading the fact that I actually had to do it. And then it was just like, it was like a phoenix rising from the ashes and just like coming out hot. Like, I, I was fiery. And it's like, yeah, like there have been so many moments with certain guests or even the most random guests where it turns into like this crazy conversation that just makes you feel better and brings out this odd energy in you. I, I could say, yeah, one thing real quick here. I remember there has been definitely a couple of pods where 
not necessarily the, the double up days, but the triple up days where it's like, oh my God, do we like, why are we doing this? This is like, there was those Sundays where you're like, it's a Sunday and we're doing like four hours of potting and you're like, I'm wrecked. Like, I don't have anything left in me, but we're just going to battle through it. Honestly, I think it's every time you hit that music and that siren kind of just, it's like (laughs) that, it flicks a switch on, right? And it's weird that like going back to that day where I was in my car and it was raining and you were in Australia and it was like, this is the start and we fumbled our way through it. And it's interesting to see that pod still gets listened and it's like embarrassing. But at the same time, I always think back to like Gary Vaynerchuk. He's like, I wish I documented more of the early days because it's like, you got to show that growth. But now it's like, there's just this, it's like a trigger, right? Like it's like hypnosis almost where as soon as that music hits, like the gears turn on kind of like your story with Gary McCord, how you're just, you're grinding through the day. You work 12 hours, you come home, you're bagged, it's hot, it's gross. And then it's just like, okay, we're in it. We're we're, in it. We're grooving. We're doing double Dutch again. I guess the nice part is like, no matter what, there's always minimum two, maybe three, maybe four people on. So you have support. It's not like if it was a solo mission every time, I don't know how long that would last for any one of us because it'd be like, okay, I think I'm done with this now. Like it was fun, but it's nice that even our conversation has evolved to like, we know where we're going with stuff. We know our little idiosyncrasies. We can kind of feed off, you know, or tee somebody up for something. So I think that's, that's one of the coolest things for me. I had one pod that I had to do by myself before a guest. Uh, I fucked up the recording with Dan Philpott with Corey. Uh, and I, was, I had the mic on mute and I didn't get any of it. And I just was like, okay, I got to do this one on my own. And I did like 15 minutes by myself. And I was like, Cody was like, I love that. And I'm like, really? I'm like, I felt like I was just scared and lost in the bush. Like <laughs> I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> it's yeah. Oops. I don't know how you could, anyone could do it like solo, I guess. Like, I think it'd be just too much, but yeah, I don't know. We'll go around the horn here. Like let's, we'll start off. Like talk to me about, we'll, we'll do two moments or two things that really stood out for you the last couple of years. Like we'll start with you, Tom. It's funny because we, I was having this conversation with Dan Carey and Dan's partner, uh, Karen. Um, they ask, well, yeah, what's your favorite moment on the pod? And it's always funny when people ask me that because I always tell them the next one. Like the next pod is like, a, it's just, I don't know, that Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods type mentality where it's like, yeah, the, like the past is beautiful and I enjoyed every single one of those moments, but like, each one always ignites something new and it's like, I'm always looking forward to like, yeah, who's that next conversation? Like even recently, Paul Tesori, like you're talking about the vibe and moving in and moving out and how we just have this like beautiful harmony happening. And like that pod, I almost took a nap and just like, it felt like an audio book and I was just listening <laughs> to him tell stories and I just, I loved it all. He's got a buttery voice. But my, my second moment, if we're going to go back to back, I think it honestly is like the most underrated pod moment of all of them. And I think I'm going to bring this question back this year is the moment you haven't told anyone ever put it, put it here for us with Danny wax of what was his thing? Four links, four Four links golf. That moment where he told us about the struggles of having a baby was like, honestly, one of the craziest, most real moments I've ever like had just knowing people that are out there in life. Like, 
trying to do the same thing and that struggle and just hearing it from him come out and be like, you know what? Like, yeah, in life, they don't ever really talk about this, right? It's always like you grow up and they're like, don't get a chick pregnant, right? Like, that's it. And then he's like, I had one baby and I've been working at it for two and a half years now. And it's like, nobody really talks about that. So season three, I think I'm going to bring that question out when we do our little world is I'm going to start telling people to tell us something they've never told anyone else. Love the fact that you're gonna bring that back. I like that. Yeah, I like that personal insight. It's always about like what they are, what they stand for. It's never about like them as the person. Hey, man, when you're at home in your underwear, what what are you turning the TV onto? Yeah. Like, what do you eat your cereal with? Milk, mm-hmm. chocolate milk, beer. Yeah. You know, like, like give us a little insight. I don't tell anyone that I like to eat my Lucky Charms with chocolate milk. Right, yeah. something simple as that, or crazy as Danny Wax's situation. I just like people to know can those relate to that, that shit. Like, yeah, I like that for sure. Parks, I think the two cool things for me. It's been really, really exciting to know that all of these people are just human beings, and they all just have this crazy passion for a sport or a portion of the game, the integrity of the game. They're all trying to keep it wholesome. I think that's the coolest thing. No matter what we do and who we talk to, it's always golf that sort of connects us. And there's always something you can relate to, whether your dad introduced you to the game and you can completely understand what that was like growing up, trying to emulate dad and like trying to beat dad or or mom or, you know what I mean? Just like that humility of where people have journeyed from. And I think the, the second thing for me is that Everybody at whatever capacity feels this need to want to give back, whether they do it or not is another thing. But I appreciate that everyone's trying to find a way to use their platform to, you know, reset things for people that maybe wouldn't have the opportunity or, you know, don't have the the fortunes that some of us do. I just think that's really cool. Like, you know, we've talked about it numerous times about doing some kind of event and having some kind of initiative that, that we're going to try and give back. So I think for me that those are the two cool things that I find that, you know, truly when you, when you drill down, connect the people, but I think that's what I'm going to focus on for season three, trying to find that sweet spot for us to, you know, integrate back into that giving back portion. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that too. And I'll follow that up kind of with speaking about the community. I think the community, and maybe it's just this time in life where like because of social media and like you can kind of attach yourself to something. But when you get into this little niche market and you see this community, you're like, oh, God, this is really cool. It's friendly. It's approachable. It's, it is sneakily support, like supportive. And like you said, it's like, do you give back to the game? Well, I guess we'll find out whether you do or not. But at least you talk about it. Yeah. But from a like a personal standpoint like i look at being in the business as in the business as like a you know in the shop at a club pro and then kind of coming out and just still being in it but not even like the personal pressure that you put on yourself like remember being in the club where you're like or at the golf course and you're like oh i have to be amazing i have to be great now i don't put any pressure on myself because I'm just like, oh, people support you regardless of what you are. They just like to actually just spend time with you. And you realize, you're like, it's not actually about me. It's about hanging out with everyone else. And you're like, this is really fun. I, I don't need to put any unneeded pressure on myself. I just, if I shank it, I shank it. Who cares? If I hit it, great. Awesome. That's great too. But it's like, it, it way more, golf is way more supportive than I think I actually thought it was. 
That's a that that's just as you mature in yeah, the, that could be age too in the space in the <laughs> game with with you know becoming comfortable in your own shell, becoming comfortable with the people you're associating yourself with. I think it's less about what your the end result is and more about being there to just execute. Because mm-hmm. I remember a long, long time ago, I learned something very valuable in golf. And Tiger Woods is very special as a human being, as an athlete, but he always had a way to disassociate his emotional from the end result. And that's what could carry him to the next shot. And he wouldn't have that baggage, have those layers, that onion to unpeel every time. So I think even as the evolution of the four jack continues, it's about being comfortable with what we're doing, but not having so much emotional value in the likes or in, you know, the accolades. It's just about, Hey man, we're going to do something and we just want to be here for each other and, and, and share our stories and have a laugh. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, it's like my perspective on all of this is like you choose a result that's like intangible, right? Like our result is to like let's dive into how people connected with this game, their relationship with it, how they're giving back, their journey, their struggles, their highs, their lows. And then you just focus on the process. You get immersed in that. And then it's like, yeah, the likes, whatever that stuff is, it's I'm not tied to that, right? Yeah. Like, it's like playing golf. You want to make birdies, but the only way to make birdies is to hit every shot, right? And you got to be fully focused on, like, okay, I just hit that drive off into the woods. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm dealing with. How do I chip this baby out, right? Like, yeah. but if you're thinking about, okay, that bad drive and you're held too much onto it, then next shot's not going to happen. Yeah, you're going to hit it deeper in the woods. <laughs> Amen. I agree. Uh, I, I'll, this could be my second, this could be my third point, but I'll just speak for all of us, I guess. But I think, like, lately I've been, this is just my own personal life, I've been watching a lot of, like, knowing up, like, old tourist sauce, like, when I do cardio, just because it kills time really well. And there was this moment when they were at Pinehurst and Justin Huber, like, Corn Ferry player, PGA off, on and off, but yeah, he said he'd never been on a golf trip, like a boys' golf trip. And I was like, God, that's so weird. And I think last year, like when we had that chance to go out and play some golf and, you know, you and I used to go on them every summer, Tom and I, like, and we hadn't had one in years. And then you're like, oh, I forget like how good this is. And the chance, that opportunity to go out and do that, like as a collective, as a group. And we were there with a purpose. Like it was, we're here to pod, we're here to create something, we're here to have fun, but just to know that like that's available again, like you, ha- you're like, oh, I have a, thank God, I have a group for a, bo- a group boys trip, golf trip. Like that's nice. Like that whole feeling of being like, oh gosh, we did. We just watched DJ Lippet. We Triple did. bogey baby. Trips. Here you go. Oh, Deej. Not to take away from what you're saying, man, because I totally. But I mean, hey, there's a moment we yeah, all, we all, right there. we all, we're all invested in what DJ's doing leading up to the U.S. Open. But yeah, I agree, man. Like. Dude, last year, I think the two funnest trips were obviously the island, which turned into this like mega showdown out of nothing. It was yeah. like, hey, let's go play around with it was Robbie. Also a mega shit show. It was a mega <laughs> shit show, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. But that's what the golf trip is, yeah, right? right? It's, it's part of a it. whirlwind of everything. It, right? Who knows what's gonna happen? Just don't get parks and pays on the same cart. Amen. And then we're safe. Or do right because like Oof. that one picture of you two smiling, having just the time of your life, and then I'm like living on no zero, sleep, sleep. and I'm like. Yeah, going back to, yeah, I just keep playing golf, right? Like, play a full 27 that day while everyone's like, shut it down. Or more. And it reminds me of, yeah, 
see Pays and I at Mayfair Lakes on Friday. It's like we finish up the nine, and I'm like, dude, luckily our match was tied, so it yeah. gave us the perfect excuse to <laughs> keep going. But it's like, dude, I can't stop playing golf while there's sunlight, right? Like it's it's impossible for me to do that. And it's, it was good. Yeah, it's, it's good, and it just those days of perfect. just the addiction the love like it's an addiction but it's more just the love right you don't like, know how to stop don't know how to stop that's the don't thing know how to say we, no. yeah. we, do, we don't know how to say no we don't know how to stop playing yeah like that's the problem i'm gonna put this in the universe i think that we need a club to be associated with in season three i really do i mean i think there's definitely an opportunity for us to promote shed some light evolve the friday nights i'm just gonna put it out there if Carrie and Smeddy are listening, hopefully they just be like, "Hey, boys, here's your Mambi. Here's your two two tea times a week. <laughs> yeah. Go hard. Yeah. Prime time Saturday, Sunday. We got you. No worries. I'm exactly. good with that. I see you there, and I'm a, I'm gonna raise this that if someone is listening, we got the longest day of the year coming up. Ooh, and favorite day. If someone wants to allow me and you boys, if you want to come with on that day, I will tee it off. As soon as the sun rises, it's my mom's birthday, and we're gonna we're gonna play as much golf as humanly possible. I'm in. That's a Monday, though. Sorry, mom. Twenty first. Sorry, mom. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. everyone. Sorry, else in Monday. Life. Monday work day. Yeah. Uh, peace. Sorry, every obligation I have in life, but uh, it's important. It'd be interesting to see how many holes one could play, like, and and just talking about it after that, like, because the most I've ever played golf, I think, is like. I think 36 is my biggest day. I played 54 in one day. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure I played more than that as a kid. Just like started, the, you know, butt crack of dawn and just <laughs> loop-de-loop-de. Uh, by at some point, you just, you know, start scraping six-footers and picking I, up. I think I wake, went wakeboarding in between rounds the day that I played 54. That's Wow. <laughs> yeah, like it was a big, big day. Just <laughs> boat back to the course, yeah. swing it. Love it. Yeah, I love off it. Off the board, straight back to the tee. Sick. Really hit it all that well, but I was out there. One thing I think we can look forward to, too, in this season three is going to be the travel. Because, I mean, at some capacity, we got to get down to CD Lane at Rolling Hills. Got to get to Bandon. Got to get to the East Coast. There's a lot of invites, standing invites out there, but just waiting on the governments to get their shit together. So Seems close, though. Like, we're <sighs> very close on that. I think so. While we're on it, though, too, I'm going to say, like, boo to the Pete. I know you wanted to pump up like the Palmetto Championship for doing that little logo on the bib. Yeah, like, yeah. Boo to the PGA Tour and Canadian government for not sorting something out to get these guys up here to play the freaking event, man. Like, I know, I get it. I understand. But it's like, you know what? Screw you guys. You take away our national championship? Nah. Not okay. I'm not okay with that. And that is on the government. That L is LPGA true. LPGA too, though. I mean, it's just like, just garbage all around. This is where I wish we were just a few years further ahead in our life because seeing what Barstool did for the, the college golfers, those ladies down there, like I would have loved if we could have just been like, let's the people's this Canadian championship, yeah, right? As it. long as you want to come challenge the, oh my God, I'm getting emotional here oh, thinking about this. Choking up. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, as long as you want to chance it, this is the, the people's Canadian championship, right? I love it. Come yeah, on, man. And you know what? There's no shortage of talent in Canada. Just look at the form tour, Q School. We had quite the staple bullpen of players that went down. Dutois, Crystal Lago, Hamilton. Like, these guys absolutely lit it up. I finished. I think they finished like one 
three, five, and six or something like that. So Chris was three. Yeah, there's a strong, and he started his his first round of Q school. He was one over par. So like to pull it back, a couple of low four or five under rounds was real good. Uh, a couple of low four under. I think he went one over, one under, four under, four under, or something like that. One under, no, one over, two under. Anyway, doesn't matter. There's no shortage of talent, and definitely we could do something big for uh, the hometown. Maybe it's still like there hasn't been a Canadian Open this year, and there won't be. So maybe that some point in our summer future, August sixth and seventh, yes. Newlands, the unofficial Canadian Open. Are you telling me that Newlands is going to be hosting the RBC Canadian Open, and I have a chance to hoist? They're not seventy six, seventy seven. It's not quite the RBC. <laughs> I think it's more like the modern meet, but <laughs> the inaugural, yeah, the, the unofficial Canadian Open, baby. I like it. Shout out Newlands too. Like that was an experience. Like Parks and I went out and played the other day, and like I said, Parks probably ten times throughout that day. As a tight, tight piece of property, I have never played a golf course where like literally I looked at a hole. And when I could take all three of these holes I'm looking at, and that'd be one fairway anywhere else. I know. I remember that hole very, very, uh, yeah, vividly. That yeah. hole. I mean, the hole before was like, I don't know, man. It's interesting. It's a, it's a, it's a unique property. It's not super, super long, so you don't have to hit dog everywhere. But if it played like 7,200 yards and you had to hit driver off, you'd be Dead. shooting 90s. I think I, I think I only hit driver four times. Yeah. No. No reason to really. I mean. It's all about position. But this sounds terrifying to it's, me. Yeah, it's gonna be. Nah, we're gonna have to go. It's good. We're gonna have to go play a practice round with Tom before the Canadian Open comes to New Orleans yeah. in August. Yeah. Let, yeah. Me, let me pose this to you guys then, and then we can kind of go into a little U.S. Open talk. Um, for the upcoming year, that's not obviously 2021. It'd be 2022 as well. But give me one personal goal, whether it be pod, professional, or golf, that you would like to achieve. Who wants to go first? Wow. Um, dun, dun, dun. That's an interesting one. I don't know how much time we got for that. <laughs> there's a few. There's layers to I want that. This as, a man, as a man who wa- I watched putting in every single bit of data from his round of golf on Friday, I feel like you're just going to go straight data mining. That's an interesting one. That'll like there's yeah, there's different fragments of this, like professionally, okay. obviously just finding a way to continue building a nest egg in life so we can invest in more things and grow and do that sort of thing. Um, very interesting point on the data. I don't know when the last time I've had a registered handicap is, so I guess that I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> 2004. Yeah. Wow. Your last year at Belve. Yeah, 100%. Huh. Yeah. So that's like a pretty good low-hanging fruit goal is I've been getting on this app called The Grint, and I think at mm-hmm. some point here maybe we'll – create a channel because apparently you can follow your friends and see how they're playing and it like gives you an actual registered handicap um, so getting a handicap is like definitely a goal this year um i'd like to play and break par a few times maybe in the year would be nice mm-hmm. we got a little bit of work to do but i think we can get there with the new tailor-made gear that we have uh hitting the hitting the driver nicely it got my putter back i'm not gonna name names on that but yeah yeah those are those are my goals build the nest egg get a handicap break par okay so then it's one golf one pod then let's let's do it that way okay okay because you 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 set it out there potting wise i actually have a different one because the other one's kind of just like a universal one i want to start doing live shows 
on the pod. Those are fun, actually. I think Instagram actually is going to pay you to do live shows. If you're consistent at doing live, follow a few people on Instagram, and they say if you can do 15 minutes a week for four weeks, they will pay you $500. Let's go. If anyone's not listening, or if anyone is listening to this, like that's probably some pretty good information to pick up right now. Put it on, put on Instagram Live, boys, right now. (laughs) Send the check to fire it up. (laughs) Yeah, Four Four Jack Podcast one four two eight. Yeah, perfect. I like that. Uh, Myself, I would say, yeah. You know what? I've I've missed competitive golf for a long, long time. So just to play, I'm going to play all the weekend events in July at the VGT leading up to the. August 6th and 7th, RBC, Modern Canadian Meet. You're going to play Van Open? I'm going to play Van Open, yeah. Sick. You're going to carry my bag, yeah. you said. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you trying to get out of that already, yeah. fucking guy? No, I'm in. He's trying to just hang me out there. I gives love me, that Gives me a day seat. off work, too. Yeah, it's a f- uh, Friday we got to get off, right? Yeah, that's Perfect. okay. We'll, we'll talk to some people. Yeah, You know some people. I know a couple. I know Tom. He's in the office upstairs. <laughs> he's, got, s- he's got pull. We're slowly, right? Just um... That's going to be fun. Yeah, just really like to have, you know, have a goal to grind on. Um, want to maybe try and get some, I want to go see this Climb Ladders place and, and maybe get some mechanical work done. That could be fun. And for the podcast, man, I just want to, honestly, there, there's a couple of huge names that I'd like to capture for this year. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything, but like there's a couple of really, really, really big potential names that we're going to line up. So I just really hope those, you guys know who I'm talking about. I hope those come to fruition because that could be absolute game changer. And we're just going to absolutely steamroll subpar podcasts. So too bad, Drew and Colt. Sorry about that. We're just going to take over your spot. So yeah, it is what it is. I did ask Drew to get Colt on our pod because we were having a lot of man love for Colt on a few of our pods recently. And I'm absolutely. Like, hey, it's because he is the man. He I tried, man. I sneakily tried to get him on the show when Nick was on last week. Hot, hot take. And Drew's like, he's on a flight. He's like, I'm just walking into dinner. Can you give me 30 minutes? And I was like, nah, bro. Time's now or never. Here you go. He's like, nah, next time. But we did that to him once. We got a hot take on a, on a tour pod from Drew. So we did, we did. I'm optimistic we can get Colt on one of these days. We just got to keep, he's got to time it right. Yeah, timing is everything, yeah, right? timing. Brutal. Yeah, it is for sure. Um, okay, me. Golf. Yeah, handicap would be nice to have again. I, I'd like to bring it to like a reasonable number. Yeah. I think it, it's not so much getting to a number. I think it's I'd like to put up a certain amount of rounds. I'd love to hit like, whoa, that lipped out. Unbelievable. Chesson. Wow. No. Hudson. No, that was. Harris. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. He's, Carry on, sir. English just about chipped it in yeah. there on I don't know what hole he's at, but. 15. It's yeah. always when Cipes gets fired up here that things start happening Clearly. on the golf course. Cipes, I want to see. Keep it going. I want to see this guy. Yeah, Pays. BVP. Get back into it, buddy. Um, BVP here for the chip in. I think it's. Ooh. I'd like to see more like actual rounds. Like I'd like to see a number. Like I'd love forty rounds of golf in a year. Like, I like that. I don't know if that's reasonable because the majority of my golf is played in the evening, so it's a little tough to get in eighteen, but. Being out here, at least you can play all winter, and you're like, you know what? If I gotta if I gotta muck it around on a Saturday and a Sunday just to like get to that number, like that's what I'd like. I'd love to see. F- 
Okay, let's give like a range, like between thirty and forty rounds for the year. Plus, like the nine holes don't really count. If you go, to, if you go two rounds on the weekends, that's for sure eight in four months. It's thirty-two. So really, it's not like out of the realm. I'd like to know your number, including the nine-hole rounds, because last way week, higher, three hundred forty-five. Yeah, last week I played a lot. I was like, you got three rounds? <laughs> yeah, that was I, good. I played a lot. That was a good week. You just need yeah. 10 weeks of the year like that, and you're at your goal, bud. Yeah. I love the nine-hole bangers. Yeah. Like, I am known for the nine to 12-hole rounds. But the, we could go to Savage Greens. Like, There's like 15 holes or something down there in Richmond. So like that might be perfect for me. It's short, yeah. but still. Uh, on a pod level, this is very personal. I think I just want to become a better interviewer. Like, I think I totally underestimated how difficult it is to be an interviewer. Like, I think we've watched them all our lives, see them on TV, and you're like, oh, that looks easy. You're just asking questions. It's so hard, like, to phrase it the right way in the right tone and just kind of pull something out of someone. Yeah, it's establishing the rapport with someone. Yeah, that, it's like, a skill. They then take their guard down and they start like giving you those deeper layers of the conversation. Cause it's like, how many pods have we been on with someone where we ask them a question and it's like, yep. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. That's, Thanks. That's, that's uh, great. Okay. Like we got uh, 45 <laughs> minutes left here. I'm going to just start telling you about my life pretty quick. So you like blue? Cause I, I like blue. I do wonder if that, if a lot of the time that's like delay on zoom. Because when we were doing it the other day, I was like, oh, yeah, now I see. Now I know what yeah, you mean. Yeah, we got the full experience with that. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, okay, maybe this is why. Yeah, we need a little more delay on our questions there afterwards. It, it's hard because you <laughs> you start asking questions and, and <laughs> if there's a delay. You're like, oh, shit. Uh, uh, something else? Uh, start counting. Yeah. I think that has been a blessing and a curse to us in life because it, there's definitely times where we're they're talking and we throw a quick one out there and <laughs> they don't an they don't hear it but then they just keep going on their story and you're like yeah okay like <laughs> legit keep giving me depth on that yeah for i didn't, sure. wanna, didn't really okay. want to know and you're like this is probably good you didn't yeah what you say <laughs> yeah, that was a little inappropriate huh? yeah oh gosh yeah i mean it's it's been a hell of a ride here boys and i think that we got a lot of things coming up but speaking of what's coming up because i know you have to run tombo um just just chasing the Vancouver vibes lately here but um I'm loving Vancouver I right know now, you actually are. like it's it's a good vibe out here loving the golf loving the nature Rain loving the beach too. like oh. yeah it's I'm it's good, good luck when it comes to the rain parks like you it. shouldn't have dipped out on Mayfair on Friday oh boys coming I was driving to the bridge and I'm like, and it started raining harder and I was like no chance I'm like you should have seen it when I left work I was like, yeah, I, was I, I felt like a complete fool the entire way pissing. driving down there. It was pounding. And I was like, you can see the road. When I turned around, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go home and it's going to stop. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, oh, I should have just drove the extra 10 minutes and like went and had a beer and just chilled for five minutes. But yeah, lesson learned. Oh, well, you felt like a fool. I was driving there in regular <laughs> cotton pants today and I'm not, I don't even give a shit. I'm playing white cotton pants and yeah. no underwear. Yeah. That's that's that was legit. Yeah, exactly. Just trolling for some fish. There you go. Nice. What's well, up, ladies? We are heading down to I guess the beach in a wave next week. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about this before you go, Tom. U.S. Open week. Uh, we're not going to do dive into it too much as we will be covering that this week on our inside the algorithm uh, segment. But let's chat about. We're going to Tory. Um, First things first, Rombo's in. 
uh, a guy that dominates that golf course and it's a bomber's paradise it's gonna be thick it's kind of a shitty venue is for us open but we'll take it it'll be fun like, Honest, what are we thinking? One of my favorite U.S. Opens of all time happened at Torrey Pines, yeah. my friend. But one if it thing, wasn't him, you probably wouldn't have enjoyed it that much. 100%, right? Like, I just, there's something about the 18-hole playoff. Is that still a thing at the U.S. Oh, Open? Yeah. yeah, so, like, that was just a magical thing, get, taking a day off on Monday to watch Tiger and Rocco battle it out. But uh, one thing I am interested in is 13, right? They've lengthened it a little more to 618 yards it was historically playing the easiest hole on the course in 2008 will be interesting to see how it pans out this year in order to get to 250 into the green you got to be able to bop at 325 which really shouldn't be an issue for most of the guys out there guys like zach johnson maybe not but yeah, bryson but dechambeau does anybody check the draw yet is matthew wolf playing like where's matthew wolf they'll announce it tomorrow is he hanging out with ak I'm confused. I no think comment. Matthew Wolf wants to go back to school. You think? I, I think he's lonely. But Maybe. Th that's that's another part. We don't need to talk about how lonely Matt Wolf is. But to be fair, a guy should be in his second year in college. True enough. But like, he's got a million and some reasons not to worry about that. He's so. probably got ten. Yeah, or more. Yeah, like I mean, the kid's wealthy, wealthy right now. Yes. But like I don't know. Like, what do you think, Parks? I mean, I like oh, Tory when it's brutally hard, but it's just tight. It's like. There's way too, way too many storylines here. Way, way, way too many. We saw the resurgence of all of the South African players at Kiowa. We see Incredible. Phil Mickelson, who's a hometown kid. Don't know if I love Phil at Torrey. If he doesn't hit fairways, he's X. Xander Shoffley, that's his hood. Guys like J.B. Holmes, Brant Seneker, Jason Day always play well. Got a lot, a lot of young guys shaping up. We got a Brooks Kepka that always seems to show up. We got, I don't know, man. There's just like, there's way too, Patrick Cantley's coming off a hot year. Coke Rack hits it a mile. He's playing real good. Scheffler hits it a ton. Hasn't been playing super great. I mean, there's, there's, it's just like what the are, potential is endless. What about our boy Harris English? If he wins here today, that'd be another guy that's got two victories this yeah, year. Yeah, I don't know. One of three if he wins today. It's like, I don't know. I like hearing your breakdown on this. Like, this is when I really like to get inside Parksy's mind because you've like had that yeah, higher level golf and it's fun to hear just how you break it down. There's so much potential. I I, I think that we're going to see maybe a Canadian guy come out on top. It's almost seemingly a tactician's course this week. So maybe a Connors or a Hadwin, you Connors. know? I, yeah. I mean, Connors is sneaky trending. Rombo obviously is a favorite. I think Phil misses the cut. I don't think Phil cares. I think it could be a mic drop, retires, fall out, get out of my chair kind of thing. I do like the that Canadian angle. It would be very fitting and ironic knowing that they canceled yeah. the RBC Canadian Open. The Modern Meat Canadian Open still a go, but it would be very <laughs> fitting for a Canadian like to go down and steal the U.S. Open. I just, I'm just thinking, like, Nick Taylor shows up, does well at Pebble, overtakes the field. Like, it's got, it kind of got that weird vibe to it. You know, so maybe an underdog comes out. There's a lot of young bombers. This Neil Bomber, ankle knocker, whatever his name is, 200 mile an hour club head speed. Like, he's, uh, who? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. The young kid, the 21 year old that plays ping. Neil, Neil Bomber. I don't, oh. I don't even know. 
I have to go in. I oh, he's got the fastest clubhead tour, uh, clubhead speed on the European tour, and he trumps Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, his wow. ball speed is up like two twenty. Like he hits it. That's gross. Yeah, his carry is like three eighty. But the funny thing is, a lot of the guys in college are hitting it like that right now, and like way their average is way higher than PGA Tour average. Yeah, but get it in a hole, right? Put him on the putting green. Let's see you make putts. Give him more time. Do you think we see a pairing between Bryson and Brooksy? 100%. I think the USGA already said they were going to do it. Okay, no, perfect. No, I think they said they, they I, I, fuck, I hope they do, dude. If you fucking, if you get that, though, I need you to be fucking leading the charge on a feature group like coverage. Awesome. Because, like, you might have to take the day off work. If yeah. You do that Thursday, Friday. Let's do it. Because, like, that is legit. Oh. They'd be stupid they, not to. Yeah, but who would they put in the group with them? Like, Doesn't Phil, matter. Bryson, and Patrick Reed. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. And he might be the good guy. And you know it. what? Okay, so Patrick Reed is another guy that does play well at Tory too. That could be horses for courses right there. It could be a Patrick Reed show. You know who I'd actually like to see in that group with him was Eric Van Royen. I'd like to see him have another fucking shit show. Yeah, smash a T-marker. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Tight pants and all. If I'd be pissed off if my pants were that tight, too. If I were Patrick Reed's PR team, I would be pushing so hard to get in that group. It could be like... You mean if you were his wife? Yeah. Do you exactly. notice that he's been shittier since he's not been getting any of this bad energy, like bad vibes around him? Like, none of this attention. He hasn't been playing that well. Maybe he needs to be the villain in order to be good. I think, yeah, maybe he needs the love. Like, that could be it. Or the I hate. Think, do you think Bryce, or do you think <laughs> Brooks can will his way into another final pairing? I don't think so. I think Louie's got a good chance. Uh, you think Brooks is? I don't know, man. God, I didn't he, think he, he could do it at Kiowa. He emceed at Palmetto. <laughs> I thought he was going to miss the cut. I said you were a fool for picking him. Yeah. Anything. I think he can. He somehow just has that extra gear when he it does, comes exactly. to these, I'm making an early call right now. Final pairing Sunday, Rombo and Brooks. Wow. Throw I, I, I think Rombo's got it. Okay. What, what he did at the Memorial before he had to withdraw, he was legitimately playing some of the best golf he's ever played in his life. That Saturday was the best round he'd ever had strokes gained at Mirrorfield in his career. He shot a 64, could have been 60. Yeah. I mean, it's scary to say that he wouldn't be your favorite. Like, it'd be crazy to think that he wouldn't be your favorite. I got I got to say, I got I got JT in the final group, and I got... I'm going to put a Canadian with him. I got JT Connors' final, final pairing. I don't know if that's a place for JT. I feel I like as soon as he gets in the rough and he starts hitting it like shit, he starts moping. I think he doesn't do anything. I think we're gonna see something this week. I I, I, I feel a young winner coming. A young winner. We haven't talked about a young Irishman. Seamus Power. That's the other young Irishman. <laughs> I was thinking Rory McIlroy. Nobody's been whispering. What Who? do we think about him in the never, U.S. Open? Never heard of him. Yeah. I don't know if Tory's a good place for him. It's a right to left golf course, and he hits it left to right. Now. Now. So, but he if he hits draws though it's perfect for him. Mm, could and be. He's so long. It'd be interesting to see what happens come uh, Sunday afternoon, boys. I don't I, think it's a place for him either, though. I'm I, with you. I'm not sure if I'm going to be in town this week, uh, Mom's birthday, but if not, we'll be here, obviously, or at the beach house with beach Co- house. Coach K. I already put it out there to her. I so, like that. She yeah. was trying to get us to play golf on Sunday, and I almost Ooh, signed up. But six a.m. Page quickly reminded me that yeah, U.S. Open Sunday. I'll if do it, if it was six a.m. Six a.m. Yeah, but you'll be away. Well, if I'm not, if I'm here, you should go see mom. Well, no, she might be going to Manitoba. I got uh, one guy G- to like. Gma, 
think about I don't even know if he's actually in the US Open. I'm just assuming he is. What about Mr. Brant Snedeker? He always plays well. Parks is talking about that. Okay, you mentioned yeah. Brant. Sneds. Yeah. You guys won there a couple times. I don't times. think JB's in the draw, but JB's a good player there. J Day's a good player there. Phil's got some love at Tory. Okay, we gotta talk about it. what about Jordan? <sighs> I don't think his driver's there yet. I think this is a premium, premium for hitting out a the fairway or first cut, like your your toast. But he's an elite iron player. Like if his, if he's doing his thing and get up and down from everywhere, I, I you gotta put him in there, don't you? You gotta think uh, he's gonna close. Damn it, Michael. Gosh, what about the it. course, right? Like, how do you guys think? You think it's gonna get away from them this week, or is it gonna be manageable? It's hot down in Cali right now. It's gonna get baked out. Rough's gonna be atrocious. Jordan doesn't have a chance. Sorry. I hope the greens are. The same color as this, this table. Like, damn near, like... Cherry red. Yeah, like, almost... I Actually, I'd like to seem, like, purple. Like, dried out, purple, dead. I want the rough... You know it will be. It's the U.S. Open. You know, mid... Almost at knee... No, midway to my to my knee high. And I want to see it brutal. Because, like, those guys eat that place up on the regular. Yep. What's, what's that grass? Or, I don't Kikuya. even know if it's... Gra- yeah, the Kikuya. Yeah. Kikuya can kill you. Pimento <laughs> cheese. And the pimento cheese sandwich championship. I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun, boys. It's going to be really exciting. I'm excited to get into your algorithm show on Tuesday night and see what comes out of that. See what yes. you guys once, dive into. Once we get a little bit of uh, some odds and maybe some fun picks, right? Yeah. See who they got missing cuts. And yeah, it's always fun to just see what the numbers are, right? Because it it's is. like, it is. We. We have gut feelings. I think like we have some numbers internally. We just haven't associated specific odds, but then it's always interesting to be like, okay, like this is the odds. Rom is definitely what seems like the heavy favorite this week, but who's going to come through and surprise us? Maybe it's Garrett Higo. It he, could be Bubba. He's sneaky right now. Could be Bubba. Could Bubba be could Bubba. play well out there. He's won there before. Let's not forget. So you never know. I'd love to see Phil win it, though. Fuck yeah, I'd love to see Phil win it. That'd be great. It'd be so crazy. Give him two this year. Yeah, two. Give him player of the year, baby, at age 50. You know (laughs) what? Dude, if he he wins, I think he's he's done. Like, that's it. That's the Phil slam. I hope he doesn't even putt out. I hope he has a putt to win it, like a two-inch putt, and he just picks up his ball and leaves. Says, I did it. Fuck you guys. Ask me how good I am. I think he, I think he, I think he put it out. I think he yeah, puts he it would, out. He's got, he I don't does. think he, he quits though. You don't think so? No, I think he feels like he makes an announcement. I tapped into something like I'm second Uh-oh. windy. Caffeination activation. Like Sam Sneed, he'll play till he's like 75 on tour. Caffeination activation ejaculation. That's it. The trifecta of the sauce. Love it. Fountain of youth. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll try and get you out here, Tom, because I know we got to go. But um, yeah, once again, everyone, thank you guys for the last couple of years being. um, Well, we'll cover this as well at the end of our pod after we do this and we'll cover a little bit of Palmetto. But thank you, everybody, for listening the last couple of years. It was huge for us. It's the support, the love. Everything's great. We love everybody. Love our listeners. Love the people that are engaging with us on social media. It's a lot of fun. and don't forget to check out Inside the Algorithm on Tuesday or Wednesday whenever we release that. And also, definitely listen on Thursday. Really fun guest. Uh, I'll throw it out there. We got Paul Tesori, Webb Simpson's caddy. Hey, oh. Kind of That's like a, a nice uh, web, you know, previous U.S. Open winner. 
not Paul, but his boss. <laughs> Maybe uh, U.S. Seniors. Apparently, he's heading to the show. Could be. Good for him. And we're getting him in touch with Theragun, Therabody. So. Well, there you go. Get we those muscles relaxed. Yeah. I like that. And yeah, Cipes, I just want to touch. It's been a wild two years. Looking forward to the next 20, right? Whatever that whatever yeah. that becomes, right? I don't know. It'll be interesting, but where it'll take us, hopefully the deepest, darkest parts of the world and find some weird goat tracks out there to play golf in. Maybe St. Andrews, maybe Barn Dougal, right? Like Bandon, Tobacco Road. Augusta. Like to tip it out at Bethpage Black. I don't even know if we're actually allowed to say that, Parksy, but I, I like where your head's at. <laughs> Oops. I like it. Oops, spoiler alert. Oops. Definitely. Okay, well, we're going to cut this off here, and then we will be back shortly to cover the Palmetto. But once again, thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Okay! And we return fresh off the conclusion of the Palmetto Championship, where Garrick Higo picked up his first victory, avoided the playoff after Chesson Hadley... Be honest, he queefed that last putt. Yeah, he kind of missed his approach shot into the green, a little ugly, I guess. Hard to keep it keep it in the mix when uh, Harris English is making a mess of the hole. But, yeah, unfortunately, it would have been nice to see him return to his winning status seven years and such. Uh, but, yeah, big win for Garrick. Like, wow. Young stud, South African player. Just a testament to what's been happening with golf and South Africans lately. Wow, they're just, they, they don't leave the leaderboard. Well, I think we saw the PGA Championship when there was six of them in the top 12 yeah. at one point like the friday i mean that was insane but I, to be fair i didn't get to watch too much of this one this week i like i said earlier in this pod i was fully boycotting this because this was supposed to be the rbc canadian open week and we didn't get that obviously due to well there was a, due to a lot of factors unfortunately yeah. but um yeah, I mean, for what I saw, Congaree, it looked like a sick golf course. Like you kind of said, it kind of looked like Pinehurst. Yeah. But with water, a little more water. Sick. Sand um, belts. Yeah, like really cool golf course. Like I could, and to be fair, it actually, like, if you look at the number, I mean, 11 under is a winning score. Like, that's nice. It's not 20 under. So clearly it, it did its job. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a couple storylines kind of, developing there but nobody really finished it out i mean dj made a little bit of a charge bvp made that eagle and then started making a comeback garrick just kind of played solid like he said in his post round just stayed patient pimento cheese championship didn't disappoint the pimento cheese really shone through today um hell of a day for the pimento cheese but i mean good round out of garrick too i mean 68 um a little bit up and down like his front nine was a little wobbly but that back nine was stellar DJ, though, like, to start this day, I, I remember before it started, I jumped on. I'm like, oh, DJ's seven back. I'm like, there's not a chance. And then turn on TV later onto the back, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this guy is one back. Yeah. And then makes a triple on 16, and then it's like, okay, you're done. Game over. But that that kind of seems par for the course for DJ right now. No? I mean, yeah, don't know what the hell's going on with that guy. I don't know. Driver doesn't seem to be real good. Putter, I know he's been struggling making decisions. I think he had, like, four or nine putters out before he started this week, so... Given everything in the stable, a test run. Yeah, just, I don't know. It's just kind of like a buffer tournament before the U.S. Open. I know it's unfortunate it wasn't the Canadian Open, but still pretty fun to watch. Nice to see a young kid win. I was pretty excited about the Tane Lee. The Monday Q was his third event. Always made a cut, but it seemed like he was going to potentially make some noise, maybe take a W down or a sneaky top five. I think he finished top 12. Yep. So, 
That's kind of nice. But, uh, yeah, you were mentioning something to me earlier, something about a drop. Apparently, he's got a, a drop from yesterday under review, so that could be detrimental. He was flicking it to get a bounce so that he could actually place his ball. Like, you can clearly tell it was not, like, dropped. Yeah. It, like, it would have been a cool storyline for him to win it, but, like, that drop was, uh, yeah, that was questionable at best. I wonder if he took a page out of Patrick Reed's book there. Yeah. Kind of flicky. How, palmy. Before I get into this, I shout out BVP. Huge. When's the last time you saw BVP up there? Isn't he like 75 years old? At least. Yeah. At least. I'm impressed he's still playing on the tour. I'm amazed. That's like one of those guys where it's like, God, you're still here? Yeah. Like how? 30 plus years, I think, on the tour. Yeah. It's like the J.J. Henry effect. It's like, how the hell are you still out here? Like, good on you, man. But like, kind of wish you weren't here. Get those sneaky, uh, sneaky top fives. What did BVP finish at? Top Third. Four? Yeah. Three? Unbelievable. That's huge for him. Right on. Chesson Hadley really blew it, though. Nerves. He was... He didn't even start the day. Like, he's... Yeah, bogeyed out. Two over through three. English goes two under through three. You're like, oh, gosh, here it is. Like, it's back and... Swap. Yeah, total swap. And then just kind of... I mean, he still played well, but he kind of just, you know, danced his way to the the last hole. And then really... That that was poor. Like ultimate backstopping on the eighteen when he threw that into the grandstands and bounced it back. Like that should be dead. I you know it's funny, you said something today earlier, like hit a wedge like a professional. Every time he had an opportunity from just off the green, fringe kind of tight lie, he took his hybrid out and it, I think he made three four bogeys. So every time he had a hybrid out, he made a bogey. So you think by like the second or third you're gonna th- <laughs> I'm gonna stab a wedge, I'm gonna try and chuck something into the hole. What's that talk that they're saying at the end? It's like, oh, yeah, that's, this is again. This is fun. That's your though. club? Like, fucking Sir Nick needs to go. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's his club. You know, stick with. It's like, yeah, but you keep making bogeys, man. Like, I know it looked that grass. Obviously, like, I'm not playing on it. I have no idea. But, like, it looked grabby, like, sticky. But It is, for sure. But you're telling me you can't hit a wedge? Or, like you said, seven iron. I mean, that's where his cat should have stepped in and said, hey, bud, we got to do something different here. This hasn't done us well all day. We got a chance to win this golf tournament or at least get in a playoff. Let's it's an uphill it trip. Yeah. Just just get it there, man. Yeah. Like, this is rudimentary. This is shit that you learn as a child. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. This is not difficult. That That's disappointing for him. Um, but on to the next, I guess. So yep. be it. Did you kind of not take away... If, we won't go too long into this, to be fair, because you know what? The pod's Again, super long I've, already. I've just, yeah, we have a lot behind this, but I also, like I said, I'm totally um, boycotting this event this week, but... Did you kind of catch wind of the Mark Hensby 10-stroke penalty? No. What? <laughs> Give me the good. Sick. Sick penalty. Thursday, he threw like... So this started on the 10th hole. Uh, 633-yard par 5. Hits his third shot in the water near the green. Comes out, drops the ball, and he... So this is per PGA Tour. I asked my caddy... Hey, what's this dot on my ball? I've never noticed this before. Did they do something with the new Pro V? So he got these balls from the range. Hensby told PGATour.com. And he didn't know, so I asked my playing partners, and they were like, that's a low spin ball. Now, I don't use this ball, so there was a lot of confusion where it came from. None of the others had the dot, but I, we knew I had played the wrong ball. And he had been playing the wrong ball through 10 holes. So oh. they had to give him a stroke per hole that wow. he played that ball. 10 stroke, boom, withdrew, out. Wow. Tough Oops. scene. Dude, what what <laughs> why is that ball in your bag? 
apparently they were on the range. Like I think they thought they were theirs. Like there was boxes. Oh. I was sitting there, grabbed them, put them in the bag. Oops. Best be checking that shit, bruh. Best be getting a new caddy. Uh, that too. Yeah, Bagman. Tough. Bagman interview. Okay, two things I gotta throw out here. Jerry Kelly takes down the senior PGA. Uh, well, not the senior senior PGA championship. The American Family Insurance Championship on the senior tour. So that's huge. But more importantly, we have a little bit of a storyline shaping up here at the BMW Charity Pro Am. Mister Pereira. Uh, Mito is one win away from his three win promotion to the PJ tour and started the day back by three shot. I think he started at 20 and Justin Lauer was at 23. Lauer's got nothing going today. It's T2, 23 under, even on the day. Prairie is minus five on the day. He's got a two shot lead going into 15. So this could be a massive, massive day for Mito. Just love to see that. Love that. Love love to see the rise. Yeah. Speaking of someone that's rising, got to shout out Chris Chris Salago. First week on the Forum Tour. Q School. Q School. Q this School. Week. Sorry. Yeah. Down uh, in Washington. Down in Washington. Finished third. Yeah. Uh, Solid week. Third or fifth, but anyway, regardless, like top five. And just a page full of VGT former VGT. Yeah. VGT players. So like that's really sick to see. Love it. Uh, just. An exciting week of golf. What can I say? Other than the fact that this should have been RBC week. But you know what? We can take that. I'll, I'll take that to Trudeau myself. Don't worry. I'll send a letter. There it's you go. Handwritten. Love it. Might have to get someone else to write it because <laughs> he probably would just throw it away if he saw my writing. But I will take this up with uh, Mr. Prime Minister. <laughs> um, yeah. Again, once again, we want to shout out uh, Garrick Higo. A solid first win. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of that guy. Solid move. I guess stud. Lefty. Yeah, stud. Lefty and a stud. Yeah, I'd like to see a lefty out there. Love that. that's, that's nice for me. You know, I, I, we yeah, need a bro. couple more out there. I yeah. think so. I think so, bro. I'm a big fan. Um, like we mentioned earlier in this pod, obviously coming into US Open uh, this week, we will have the Inside the Algorithm uh, segment coming back out Tuesday or Wednesday. Stay tuned for that. And then also Thursday, like we said, Paul Tesori. Oh, yeah, big one. Maybe one of my favorite guys I've ever spoken to, to be honest. Like, guy is unbelievably knowledgeable. Great interview. Yeah, it's like he's done this a million times. It seems like it does. I'm sure he has. It looks un- uncanny to Tom Hanks. Yeah, really, hey? Look at a photo of Paul Tesori. In the next little bit, and you will be like, I'll show you right now. What kind of so ball does he play? Right. Do you think of Wilson? How much does this look like Tom Hanks? You missed my joke. Yeah, he does look like Tom Hanks. <laughs> I like that. You know what? He's, he's talking about making a run at the senior tour. Love that. Gonna give him some uh, thera, thera gun, thera body love. Love that. Yeah, big week. Big week for everybody, especially the four jack. And I know we said thank you already, but. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, everybody. And I don't know what you need to cover else anymore here, Parks, but I'm done. I'm good. I'm spent. I've I've given up on this golf this week, and we're out of it. I'm going to go hit some balls, though. Uh, thank you, everybody, and we will chat with you guys later this week. And enjoy the early parts of the U.S. Open Week, and we will chat with you guys after 4 Bye-bye.